Hello, and welcome to The Pound in Your Pocket, the weekly business and finance news briefing for students. I'm Luke Brown, and these were the main stories this week. El Salvador made Bitcoin legal tender, becoming the first country to do so. The UK government announced a tax increase from 2022 to fund social care support, and the government also said that insolvency protections introduced last year will be phased out from October. Central America's land of volcanoes, El Salvador, this week sent tremors around the world when its decision to make Bitcoin legal tender came into effect. Bitcoin is the most popular cryptocurrency, digital currencies which are not managed or regulated by central banks and governments. El Salvador's decision means that people in the country will now be able to repay debts in Bitcoin. That's what legal tender actually means. So Bitcoin is now a legally recognised way of buying and selling in El Salvador. But new beginnings are never easy. The government introduced a Bitcoin digital wallet or online payment network called Chivo or Cool in English. To encourage Salvadorians to use Chivo, the government offered a free $30 worth of Bitcoin for signing up. People rushed to download Chivo, causing the system to crash within hours. Chivo is back online now, but it seems that Salvadorians lost their cool. And so did Bitcoin itself. It fell from $52,000 per Bitcoin to $42,000 per Bitcoin, a true flash crash. Bitcoin's value has gone up again, now standing at almost $47,000 per Bitcoin. El Salvador's adoption of Bitcoin will be an interesting experiment, which the rest of the world will watch closely. Let's just hope that Bitcoin doesn't cause the land of volcanoes to erupt. We'll all get old one day, and when we do, we'll all need some form of support. That's why we have care homes and carers. In the UK, as in many other countries, this is mostly run by private companies, and so it can often be very expensive. This is a problem that has been ducked and passed on from government to government. But this week, Prime Minister Boris Johnson revealed his government's plan to give people more financial support for old age care. Care costs for each person will be capped at £86,000, and any costs above that will be paid by the state. £86,000 might sound like a lot, but people in the UK often spend as much as £100,000 of their own money on paying to keep their parents in care homes or to hire carers in their homes. So this new plan will make a real difference to people's bank accounts. The controversial part is how the government plans to pay for this generosity. From April 2022, national insurance, a tax paid by workers and employers which helps to pay for state pensions and certain benefits, will be increased by 1.25% for employers, employees and self-employed people as long as they're earning more than £9,568 per year. There will also be a 1.25% increase in dividend tax, tax paid on companies' profits sent to their shareholders. The main objection to this plan is that it places too much of the burden on working age people and effectively lets pensioners off scot-free. The government could have funded its social care support scheme by also raising property tax and inheritance tax, or even by increasing tax on pension incomes. There is no perfect solution to funding social care, but many argue that it's better to balance the costs between the generations. Either way, the UK is now dealing with a social care funding crisis by offering an extra helping hand in old age. When a company borrows money, but then can't pay it back, the companies or banks that it owes money to, known as the creditors, 
can chase the debt by beginning insolvency proceedings. Insolvency just means that a company can't repay its debts. During the pandemic, many companies have been unable to repay their debts. To prevent thousands of companies collapsing, the UK government introduced a range of protections for insolvent companies through the Corporate Insolvency and Governance Act 2020. One of these protections was a ban on creditors asking courts to liquidate the company which owes the money. Liquidate means forcing the company to shut down by selling all of its assets to pay back as much of its debts as possible to its creditors. From October, creditors will once again be able to make a request for companies which owe them money to be liquidated. This is a sign of the UK economy moving beyond the pandemic. Although the latest data showed that economic growth was slower than expected in July, the economy has still bounced back from the lows of last year. And for that reason, the government thinks that it's no longer appropriate for companies to get away with not paying back money owed to their creditors. However, creditors will only be able to chase companies in this way if they owe over £10,000. Before the pandemic, a company only had to owe over £750 for a creditor to order it to be liquidated. This higher threshold gives a bit more protection to companies as the country slowly emerges from the pandemic. It's not quite the same as before, but you've got to give credit where credit is due. That's the latest this week. You can follow The Pound in Your Pocket on Twitter and LinkedIn, where you can share your thoughts on the podcast. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Join me next Sunday for your weekly business and finance news briefing. Thank you.